Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Thank you for joining us. I'm the, I should introduce myself as the storyless Chad Daniels. I haven't done anything forever, but across from me is the storyful Cyrus Amundsen. Good morning, Chad Daniels. Oh, here we go. Good <laughs> morning. Got, you have some weird energy today. I want you to know that. And you know why I have some weird energy. And uh, classic radio, you set this up perfectly. Uh, there are weeks where you and I don't have anything happen. and Correct. Like, for, for me, it's been the last three weeks. And, and we don't have a topic that we can riff on, and we go into the show thinking, well, this is going to be dog shit. This is going to be yeah. a pretty big pile of dog shit. Uh, yeah. Today isn't one of them days, is it, Chadley? <laughs> it sure isn't. Well, I know, I know you have a fantastic story that has, it's fresh. It's off, off the press. Uncle fresh. Cy is bringing a hot story to the pod because as I texted you, Oh, one calendar hour ago, I saw a scuffle <laughs> outside a hardware store this morning, and it yep. might be the only thing I talk about until we don't do this podcast anymore. I hope so. Let's do it. Uh, we, uh, it's, it's lawn season. It's, it's lawn raking season. The worst, sure. the worst time of the year. And as listeners are aware, not a big lawn maintenance guy. Uh, Jenna, you do like it. to now. You do, yeah, you do like to stand on the deck. Yep, I, and you call Jenna the help, and you have her do all of it. I will manage Jenna's work. That is something I will do, and uh, yes, it's true. And it's something that I think I'm very good at. Uh, so yesterday, uh, yesterday evening, she ran out of lawn bags because we live in the city, like yard bags. So you got to put all the waste in a yard bag, and then a truck come along, pick it up. Right, yard waste gone. Of course. So this morning, my only job today, we're recording on a Saturday. My only job today is go to the hardware store, get new yard bags. And full disclosure, I was worried enough that I was going to fuck it up that I did put a sticky note in the bathroom. So Interesting. I got up, took my shower, headed down to the hardware store, and I go to a place called Jerry's Hardware. Mm-hmm. which uh, does sound like something a Midwestern wife would like, how she would refer to her husband's genitals in like a urology appointment. <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Johnson, uh, I-, I know you do the speaking for your husband, and if you could just uh, tell me the problem. Yes. Um, so Jerry, we're trying to have children, and Jerry's, okay, okay. I'm going to say hardware is on the fritz okay i do know what you're talking about i do know what you're talking about mrs johnson you're talking about his cock and balls okay (laughs) so i head down to jerry's hardware jerry's hardware is in a complex a gigantic building that also holds a jerry's grocery store apparently jerry's a wealthy man really yes and who is this jerry thank you uh, one percenter, big fuck one percenter. Let's go camp out on his lawn with some signs. We need some of that Jerry <laughs> tax money. So uh, Jerry owns a Grosh and he owns a hardware. Also in the building, there is like a liquor store and a Jerry's s- liquor. No, that's the weird. Oh, part. interesting. No, uh, regular, regular. Thank you. Regular liquor. There's also a subway that I do wish was Jerry's subway. <laughs> 
That would be pretty awesome. This this Jared guy changed his name to Jerry because he was touching kids. <laughs> and then uh, there's a vape store, uh, a vape and cigarette store of for guys with. Yeah. yeah, you have to have it in a complex. Yeah, yes. with chain wallets. Um, guys with chain wallets. Yeah. And so, uh, the the hardware part of the complex is kind of along the side. There's a big parking lot that you can walk into the grocery store and the other parts. And then the hardware is along the side and there's this teeny, really difficult parking lot over there. So okay. whenever I have to go to the hardware store, I park in the grocery store parking lot and then I hoof it over to the hardware store. Okay. Yep. This morning, uh, as I rounded the corner of the Jerry's complex, there are <laughs> two men, mid fifties, whites. Oh yes, <laughs> mid fifties. Okay, I I can't guarantee I didn't get their driver's license. I know, but I thought for sure these were going to be younger people. No, they they've got at least ten years on you. They're they're. I love this. these are mid fifties men, and I walk in mid ramp up and i very quickly realized i think what happened is as let's call them daryl one and daryl two as i love this as daryl one was leaving daryl two was arriving and okay. they daryl two parked too close to daryl one so now uh -huh. daryl one to get into his truck he can get in but he's gonna have to snake weasel he's gonna he's yep. gonna have to get shifty to get into his car and that must have set something off between these two and they're ramping up. And I, as you know, I don't really like fights, but <laughs> this is the sort of fight that I think I'm, I'm pretty on board with because it's not, there's not this underlying like animosity, like this, it's not cultural it's not socioeconomical. It's not race related. It's not political. It's just two guys who are so fucking similar that are just upset as men. And then they like explode on something like they're the same dudes. They both drive pickup trucks. They both had hats on that weren't for sport teams. I didn't see what the logos were, <laughs> but I bet one was like <clears throat> Gander Mountain and the other was Cabela's or some shit like that. <laughs> sure. You could have interviewed these dudes before the fight. Like, all right, before you guys rumble here, tell me a little bit about yourself. Daryl won you first. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, my name's David. Uh, my friends call me Dave. I have three sons, Jacob, Jonathan, and uh, Joseph, and I work in construction. Great. Thank you. Daryl number two. Yeah. Hi. Uh, my name is Henry. My friends call me Hank. I have three sons, uh, Jonathan, Jeffrey and Jacob. And I work in mobile home construction like they're the fucking <laughs> same. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a great fight for you tonight in this corner fighting in the Cabela's trunks <laughs> with the walleye picture on the anus. <laughs> it's Dave and fighting in this corner from Gander Mountain with a northern pike picture on his anus. It's Hank. Let's get ready to be confused. Dude, and it so I realized I hadn't I, I realized this after the fact. I hadn't really seen a fight 
I, I think I saw somebody get jumped at a party, and that was tough to watch. But that was like sure. more of a crime. I had, yeah. I hadn't seen a fight like a full on fight or an act of. Now I, I'm guessing that after two mid fifty year old men, uh, f- you also have not seen a fight. <laughs> you are you are very correctly in the future. I love watching a fight that a punch doesn't get thrown that could have broken glass. Oh, I don't. That's my favorite kind of fight. People are gonna think that we pre-plan this because you are very accurately predicting the future here. But I, Dude, I'm telling you, mid fifty year old men, tons of headlocks. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's tons of headlocks. So uh, I, I realized the last fight I think I saw start kind of. I saw the whole interaction. I was in junior high, and I know we make fun of me a lot for being a hick who comes from gravy upbringings, and this isn't <laughs> so gonna hungry right now. This isn't gonna help at all. But it was between two kids named Brandon and Brent, and it started over a game of Foursquare, <laughs> which makes it sound like I live in a fucking cowboy boot. Not true, because I'll tell you this. I was uh, I wanted to be king in Foursquare so badly one yeah. time that I finally got there, and then this kid knocked me out the next turn. And so I pantsed him because i thought that shit was real funny and then i had i got in trouble i had two people lie for me who eventually (laughs) broke down and if you're listening you fucking know who you are stick to your guns bitch but they broke down and told the truth and then i got 10 hours detention for the initial act 10 hours for each person that lied 20 hours for me lying because i kept this lie going for about three straight days (laughs) and then i got some additional detention. I was also kicked out of the sixth grade talent show where I was doing Beastie Boys Fight for Your Right to Party with two of my friends. And somebody else got to take my spot and just, as you said, snake weasel in there. They didn't fucking audition. They just got to ride the fame while I was in detention for 72 hours. And I was grounded for an entire summer. Anyway, so Brent and Brandon. Mm-hmm. Brent and Brandon get in a they get in a an argument during foursquare there's no fight that breaks sure. out during foursquare they get in a in a heated argument and then after class we're all in a single file line being about to be released back to our lockers before the next class and the mm-hmm. argument is continuing and uh brandon had was probably one of the scarier kids in our school and brent yeah. Had a, and I'm not making fun of this, but he had a Dungeons and Dragons vibe to him, right? Yeah. And mid argument, he turned around and shoved Brandon as hard as he could and goes, Why don't you shut the hell up? And Brandon didn't respond at all. And I remember all of us were like, Holy shit, is Brent king of the school now? Yeah. But we were 13, so we didn't realize the scariest people on earth are the quiet people so we all (laughs) we all went back to our lockers and we all went to our next class and after our next class we all went back to our lockers again and brent's locker with two was two rows over from mine because it's a big commons area and i watched brandon walk up behind him and go brent and then brent turned around 
and he fucking roundhouse kicked him right in the face. Yeah, that's uh, oh, I love as everything a, as about a this. Thirteen-year-old. It's it's also that thing where you're like, you have to understand that every small town in America, there are three white trash kids who've been practicing Taekwondo since they could walk. Absolutely. Sensei John has taught them a lot of dangerous shit, and you need to. Those aren't the guys you get in arguments in Foursquare with. Yeah, if we've learned one thing from this story, it's it doesn't matter where you come from, it doesn't matter your background. Lots of dads don't tell their kids they love them. <laughs> so back to the hardware scuffle. We've detoured. Yep. Hank and Dave, two Daryls. Two Daryls. We got two Daryls. So I uh I roll up on the ramp up. I'm there okay. right for the ramp up and one guy is calling the other guy a fucking asshole and the other guy is Ooh, just saying yes. what'd you say <laughs> is there any other is there any better fight move than what yeah <laughs> what'd you say what but it's it's like a it's like a semi-truck driver version of who's on first because it keeps happening like, <laughs> you're a fucking asshole what'd you say you're a fucking asshole did you what what did you say? It's very funny. And they're also not a long ways away from each other. They're really close. They're like, it's, they look like when a, a, a baseball manager is about to get kicked out of a game and he's belly to belly arguing with the umpire. <laughs> I was waiting for one of them to turn their hat around backwards and have a kid lean out of the car like, oh, you can tell dad's mad now. His hat's on reverse flipped a switch he flipped a switch dad, get your camera phone he flipped the switch uh-oh dad about to go tornado dad about to go tornado <laughs> so they are really heated and i i will say i did have i wasn't i don't want to paint myself at ease during this moment i wasn't eating popcorn and laughing i'm sure. somewhere in between I hope neither of these guys has a gun and God, how's this going to turn out now at any time when you turn the corner and this happens to you, are you thinking, I wish I would have driven over here so I could roll my windows down and play walking on broken glass. <laughs> so here's where it gets amazing. Uh, yes. So it becomes violent. Uh, Daryl oh. number one throws a punch. And you know how in movies or in fighting sport, uh, when you see someone throw a punch, it is an athletic motion. <laughs> you know, where it's like, yeah, where right. like it, fighting is gross and it's violent to me, but also the, the you know, it's a, boxing is a sweet science, right? There's a flow to it and an athleticism where you, you draw your arm back and it stays shoulder height and you follow through. This Daryl pulled his punch back like you and I would throw a football left-handed. Like he looked like he looked like he was about to go, ha So he pulls it back and he throws this punch that doesn't remotely connect. Like, it misses, and the other guy didn't matrix him. He just, like, he might have gotten some ear. He might, okay. like, to the point where I was like, guys, stop the fight. 
we got to head over yeah. to Jerry's optometry and get Daryl number one's eyes checked out. This is it was so <laughs> slow and awful. So his he misses the punch and he like clears the guy's shoulder, and immediately, as per your prediction, they're locked in. They both yeah, ha- of course <laughs> they both have each other by the collar, and they're both sh- they were both shaking each other like they're trying to wake <laughs> each other up out of a bad dream. <laughs> and then Chad, they, they both just started shouting let me go <laughs> <laughs> for like dude it had to have been like 30 seconds of two 50 year old men just shaking each other both telling each other to let me go and i like i i don't want to be a person who i didn't want to ramp it up and like then all of a sudden a guy trips and falls and hits his head on the curb and he's dead and I have to live with that. Yeah. So I didn't. Yeah, right. I didn't, but I wanted to go, first gotta let go is sterile. Like I did <laughs> I wanted to throw some manhood shit out. But it was it was pretty intense. But it also had that vibe. You're like, if one of these guys says the wrong thing, we're gonna get some French kiss in here. We're going to like, <laughs> one of these guys goes, let me go. No, you hold me. You want to be held? I'll hold you. Next thing you know, kiss. Next thing you know, fingers. Next thing you know, these guys yes. are fucking in the same little space that they were just arguing over. Like, we're, <laughs> that's what it feels like we're close to. I love, I'm not a psychologist, uh, but here's, here's what I feel like. Two men had a horrible morning. Oh, yeah. They both, they both needed a hug. <laughs> They knew how to get there. They did. And then once they realized they were there and enjoying it, their, their pictures of their fathers came into their head. Like, what in the fuck are you two doing? I told, hey, it will be no more sleepovers if you're going to be touching dicks. And then they started screaming, let me go. And then I, I really think that's what happened. Like the bad morning could be anywhere from one guy walked by the vape shop and a kid with, like you said, a chain wallet and 18 earrings on one ear rolled his eye, right? Something like that. And then the other guy's Jerry, and he just found out he lost Jerry's liquors. Now it's just a normal liquor store, so he's pissed off. And now they're hugging and maybe French kissing. I love it. Dude, I, I love a good not fight. Just let me go. Let me go. Don't ever let me go. Yeah, don't you ever let me go. I'm, I'm, I wish my dad loved me. And then they're just they're just embracing on a sidewalk. So they they broke apart, but it wasn't in a, like in movies where you see someone go like, all right, on three, one, two, three. They just poof. It was just they just like broke apart. Daryl goes to his car. Other Daryl walks by me into the store. And I this is where I did. I did lean in. It, I know you couldn't let it go. I can't let it. As, and it wasn't anything. It wasn't anything big. But as he walked by, I just went, you totally won. You absolutely won that. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I don't I don't think I don't think I can keep doing this show if it's not about hardware fights. Like that's my pitch. My pitch to you on this Saturday morning is we okay. change up the show. Let me just let me throw it. Let me let me see if it lands for you. Let me throw it at you. Right. Okay. Let me see how this feels for you, because you're the lead. You're the big dog. You're the big ticket. And oh, I hate all I hate everything you're saying. You're the you're the you're the host. You're the champ. And I'm 
I'm I'm the I'm the little I'm the little eye candy. We all know that. I'm okay. a little I'm a little bit of I'm a little bit of dangle dangle for the audience. You're you're We don't even have video up. I hate everything about this. So I just need you to understand that in this case, I think our roles would reverse and I okay. would likely be the host. When I pitch, I just want you to know that. But try this sure. on for size. Hey, everybody. Good morning and welcome to Hardcore Hardware Fights. I'm your host, Cy, the Circle Saw Amundsen, joined by my co-host, Nuts and Bolts Daniels here. And we're going to watch two white fellas beat the fucking shit out of each other. In the left-hand <laughs> corner, we have Jeffrey Darvin, a divorced general contractor that told his kids his new house would be done three months ago and guess what it ain't so he's not feeling too good to the right we got kenneth townsend a sexually repressed 48 year old that hasn't had a blow job since the third night of his honeymoon you know the rules fellas three minutes of scuffling or <laughs> three minutes of scuffling or first person to die by diabetes heart attack let's get into it what you think of that nuts and bolts what you think of these two competitors come around downtown now well, I'll tell you right now, uh, you know that we got two of these fellas. One of them is, uh, like you said, you know, pretty angry about this house not being built. Hell Sounds yeah. like he might be related to Steve Daniels, maybe gambled some of that house money Fuck away. yeah, he did. Come on now. I, I do know this other fella, you know, he's he wasn't too mad until we found out what he came to the hardware store to look for, and we took them all. Yeah. We took all of them, and this is the third hardware store he's been to, so we knew we were going to fire him up. We, he was, yeah, he was angry. So I got uh, I got money on uh, the over yeah. uh, of, of thirty seconds of how long they headlock one another, <laughs> and uh, and and I got the under, which is five punches that land. I have the over on uh, I bet seven horses on the over on whether or not one of these fellas will use a racial slur, despite the fact that they are both whites. So I'm gonna take <laughs> I'm gonna put seven horses on the over there. And uh, I'm going to bet a pole shed here on Kenneth. I'm going to bet an entire pole shed. You could build as many dirt bikes in there as you want. So I got a pole shed on Kenneth. Well, I don't listen. I don't know who's going to win this thing, but I know damn straight you just won yourself 14 horses. Hell, yes, I did. You know what? <laughs> I think I won it before. The, I think it won it before it started. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I love this idea. It's very, very good. And it would decrease our listener base. By quite a bit. I think by a lot. I think there'd be uh, 10, probably 10 listeners, and eight of them would be contestants that have fought. <laughs> I, the real bummer is, let's be honest, if we figured out how to execute a show called Hardcore Hardware Fights, we would probably be so much more famous than we All I want to be is the guy that announces the fights. Yeah, absolutely. You're... You're, but you, I think you're a better color analyst. You're the Joe Rogan of hardware fights. I think, <laughs> I think I have to be the. Wish it was the Joe guy. Rogan of podcasting. <laughs> never, we're never gonna make it. <laughs> I wish I could have been there with you to see that. That sounds. I, mean, I don't. I'm telling you, I have had nothing happen other than I think I told you that a lot of the houses around me have gone up for sale. Yes, and they've been purchased. Okay. And I didn't, I didn't know what was happening, but my, the new next door neighbor is a young woman. Okay. And I, uh, I don't really know what's going on. I'm not like a, the creepy old guy that's looking out the window, but she has friends over helping her. 
And I will let you know that I didn't spend a lot of time at my house this summer. I was at the lake quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And so what has happened in my backyard is awesome. My grill is tipped over from wind. Uh, two of my chairs that were on my deck are now out on like the lower patio where the fire pit is. Uh, there are leaves and acorns everywhere. You look and like so you're hosting hardware fights. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I could come in with this mohawk and people would be like, this guy actually knows how to throw a punch, which I don't. Um, so I was making coffee this morning and I saw one gal who is just, she must be a friend because okay. she's not the main house purchaser. She walked towards my backyard, looked at it, got a little wide-eyed, turned around, went back into the house, and then the rest of the young ladies came out <laughs> to look, and they were not impressed with my backyard. <laughs> the one thing, uh, I didn't realize they were going to be moving in. I had no clue what was going on at this place because I saw my old neighbors like putting their garbage out and stuff. So my new thing is I know that dogs only hear tone right they don't know like my dog doesn't speak english i've been saying to poe right so like sit he knows that he knows i'm serious get over here he knows yeah. the tone right so what i've been doing is i absolutely talk shit to him in a very nice voice so i'll just be like come here you little fucking cunt you gotta come here i love you so much you such a little bitch i i hate you i hate you look at me <laughs> Look at me. I hate you. You're the worst dog anyone's ever had. Absolutely. So I was doing that, and I got caught. Oh, no. By one of, by one of the people next door. And just kind of... I don't know if you've ever seen someone slowly back away from a situation, <laughs> but that's exactly what happened. She walked around the corner, and I was like, I fucking hate you so much. You're such an asshole. And she just kind of looked... And I don't know if she even saw the dog and then just slowly backed up all the way out of my frame. And I was like, oh, it looks like another house is going up for sale. No wonder there's been four owners in the last five years. How? They don't want to live next to a psychopath. How old is this woman that moved in? I mean, I'm going to guess 20s, mid-20s. So... I'm thinking this is like a first house. Can you right? imagine the amount of shit that's being talked about you? If there are a bunch of 20-ish year old girls living next door who've seen your backyard and watched you shit talk a puppy, can you imagine the things yeah. that they're guessing about you as a person? Well, I would think right now there's a lot of impersonations of them going, I fucking hate you. <laughs> You're such a bitch on TikTok. Yeah. I would assume there's a lot of that on TikTok. Yeah, you're, uh, they, one of the girls has started a, a crazy neighbor character that's gone viral. <laughs> oh, man, it is not. It is not going great for this new neighbor. Dude, the, speaking of backyards, I, we talked about this not on show, but it's ramped up since then. Uh, okay. as, as you remember, we, a bird midsummer hit our house and plummeted to its death yep. and we threw a viking funeral for it yep uh what i realized shortly thereafter is it is not an uncommon thing for a bird to hit our home 
we we have a walkout basement and then the home is three stories and there are glass windows to the top so it's a okay. pretty tall window you know that that birds are running into and uh so you it, it wasn't uncommon to have birds hitting the house this summer and then i don't know exactly how nature works but nine days ago i guess it must have officially turned fall because in the last nine days there have mm -hmm. been 11 dead birds outside of our house fuck nine eleven no never forget <laughs> they're they, the conspiracy theories are already starting. So here's the thing. I bet 20 birds have hit our house. They don't all die. But 11 okay. times in the last nine days, I've walked outside our walkout basement with our dog mm -hmm. and been like, there's a bird corpse. And now that it's, you know, the first one that died, there was some nuance to it. it or Excuse me. There was, sure. there was some newness to it. And sure. so I, I don't feel that way anymore. These are just dead bird bodies on my property and I don't want them there. And I texted you and you, despite the fact that you know, I'm a worrier and you yep. know, I'm a bit of a, a hypochondriac. And yep. despite the fact that the birds are dying outside, what's the first thing you said to me? I don't remember. I'm sure it was awesome. Carbon monoxide. <laughs> oh, I said, yeah, <laughs> that's why they use canaries in coal mines, which yes. I always thought was I didn't understand where that phrase came from. I thought it was I, the only way I ever thought of that phrase was innuendo like Corey uh, canary in the coal mine, like right up finger right up there. <laughs> Shoot a canary up the coal mine. Um, but yeah, they, they were down there. The birds were down there because if there was an oxygen issue and they they died, the miners have to get the fuck out. Right. They were the they were the signal that it was time to leave. Yeah. But this was out in the open world. And right. But I still wanted to worry you. I mean, and listen, it worked. It worked. You... I spent two days being like, what the fuck is happening? I ordered an uh, like I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking it through. I ordered a carbon monoxide detector for the inside of my house for something happened. And then I finally called uh, my dad and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's outside. No, yeah, he I, goes, birds, I never told are, you that. birds are hitting your house and dying. And that's, well, well, that's when I saw I told it. you that. The reason I told you that is because I thought if four adults that are sharing a home can't figure out that they need to put something on the window so the birds don't see a reflection and just think it's more open air to fly into and they keep breaking their necks, then I'm not going to help them. But here's the thing. It's not so... It's that Greg and Lindsay are gone. They have been gone. What? Greg is. Where are they? Greg is. <laughs> Greg is on a hunting trip, and Lindsay is at her parents. And so. And the, have these been confirmed? Yes. Okay. I just know you've listen. I know that being home sometimes gets you grumpy, and then all of a sudden people are missing. I don't like it. So they. It's not like I had. I can go up into their bedroom and put. You know a fathead on the window or something. So I, it's, and it took me a few days. Like when I texted you, it was two dead birds. You know, as we got to seven dead sure. birds, I was like, well, clearly these are all from the windows.
And I bet I bet over Jenna works up there and she started paying attention. She thinks like over 20 birds have hit our house this week. But here, here's the bigger problem that I realized uh, I realized on our garbage day. So Jenna and I, we don't we don't produce a lot of garbage. We compost, we recycle and we we're really insufferable this way. I would say through an entire week we might produce one three-fourths of a bag of garbage, the two of us. And so hmm. I didn't think about it until after it happened, but whoever came and picked up our garbage was picking up a garbage can that <laughs> just literally had one small <laughs> bag of garbage and 11 bird corpses in it. And I, like, I remember when I was living out in California – one morning I was out for a run and the trash guys, you know, that, that hand that goes out to, to grab yeah. the, like, it's like the, the, the big arm. Yeah. The, the arm, the metal from arm like that the claw it machine. Yeah. It. yeah. Uh, I saw a truck knock a garbage can over and then, and this is like, just as I was finishing my walk. So I'm doing the cool down or run. I'm doing my cool down walk. Sure. And I just listened to these two garbage men, talk about what was in the garbage can and kind of shit oh, nice. on the person who lived there i was like dude <laughs> what if two garbage men just knocked a garbage can over and there were just one small bag of garbage and a bunch of bird bodies in there fuck it i'm either a psychopath or yeah. the world's saddest pet owner that week <laughs> you might be you know what i, I would like to see you the ne on your next garbage day, as soon as the garbage truck comes over, I would like you to take your shirt off, paint, paint some symbols on your upper body. I would like you to order a voodoo hat on Amazon, and I want you to walk out with both hands together carrying a bird carcass and go, there's one more. She's still alive <laughs> and put it in the thing and then just walk back. Please, please tell me you will do this. I, there was a, uh, I have a new, I, I just bought a brand new, uh, gripper picker upper gripper thingy. Gripper picker upper. And it is the not. The stick with the. Yep. Now, by, by the way, people, we're not on video, so they're like, how the fuck did he know that? Cy was doing like a trigger thing. Yep. And I just know that he needs those, uh, old people picker upper things. I need, I, gripper, gripper, gripper. So I, my new gripper is now specifically uh, a bird body removal tool. Wow, yeah. that's a lot. It is a lot. I think you should put something on the windows. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe if you would have come around with that fucking advice in the first place instead of spiraling me off for two days yeah, on something no completely insane, maybe I remember I'd be ready. texting you that. Yeah. I remember texting you that thinking. Well, let's see how his OCD handles this. Poorly. It handled it. Yeah, I know. It handled it monumentally poorly. <laughs> I love that you got a carbon monoxide. <laughs> I didn't. I just, and by uh, the way, I haven't used it yet. And I don't even know what my plan was. You just texted me that and I was like, oh shit, he's right. We already have carbon monoxide detectors. What the fuck was I going to do with it? I ordered one. No it clue. shows up. It's sitting in a package. Like I can see it. It's on our counter. I still have it. I'm not going to fucking no. use it. So you owe me $38.50. No, no, no. Plus, but I want shipping you to know and, that he, plus shipping and handling. Hearing that you bought that 
That's my walking up on a hardware store fight. It's going to be tough living with me for the next couple of days because I'm going to have a smile on my face that will not be removed. And then when people are like, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> carbon monoxide. <laughs> I can't wait. I, you, speaking of hard to live with, listen to this. I uh, Last night was Olivia's uh, homecoming for the high school. And oh, fun. Because of co- yeah, because of COVID, not everybody can go. You have to have a ticket from a player. Uh, her boyfriend plays on the team, so she got to go. And I said, well, since you're not having a homecoming dance, maybe I could really dad mom this and, you know, put up some stuff, like make it kind of feel like a dance. I could cook you guys dinner when you get back. Exactly like, like Zach Morris did when Kelly's family didn't have enough money to afford a dress. Keep going. Ooh, I'll tell you this. I love where your head's at right now because I love a good Zach Morris. But I thought I could do all these things. You know, I have, she likes pasta. I have this pasta uh, stuff, you know, the stuffed tortellinis Ooh, with the Alfredo sauce. Oh, I went fine. and got some sausages to cook up to kind of cut some up. Some andolini. Yeah. And she said, uh, she goes, no, I don't really need any of that. And I go, okay, fine. And I get here and she has sent her boyfriend to Applebee's for food. Ugh. How do you deal with that? Um, you know, I would probably make her go live at her mom's for a while. Well, she does that every other week, but I here's you tell me what you think about this. I mean, just just so we're clear, you and I are both responding to the same thing. I offered you incredible food and you went and got garbage from the turd factory. Absolutely. So what I'd like to do is send her down your way. Mm hmm. And see if uh, we can get her to run into a window. <laughs> I don't, because I don't. I, I, I was, I was, uh, I was kind of shocked. Well, by what she was doing, and 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 I am well aware that this story's gone absolutely nowhere, and I don't care because you get to ask me questions. You get to send questions to the middle of somewhere podcast email for our question episode. Maybe I need a little help. Maybe I need to ask some people some questions. What do I do about that? Is she mad at me? Do you She's 16? Do you Is she think, upset with me and she doesn't want me to be she doesn't want me to be part of it? Hey Bales and I have been reading the questions that people have been sending in and if you think it's a good idea to have the audience lean into you on parenting advice, let me tell you, as someone who's been a subject of a lot of these emails, 20% of them are questions and 80% of them are insults framed as questions. So unless, <laughs> unless you want something to be like, hey, I got an idea for Chad. What if he just stopped, you know, being a shitty fucking idiot? Come on now. Come on. Yeah, that is, that is true. I, I will tell you when I walked upstairs, I said, Hey guys, I'll be upstairs, but just know that I'm always watching. And then I walked upstairs because I don't, who knows? I don't need a makeout sesh downstairs in my, I, can I, can I lean in and say, I'm rooting for the makeout sesh. I want your kids to grow and experience life. And I want them, I'm not saying I want her to get high school pregnant. I think that'd be a bummer, but, but would a 40-something-year-old Grandpa Chad be very interesting to me? I think it would. And let's be real. As soon as your kids graduate, what are you going to talk about on stage? We need that grandbaby. 
<laughs> and I need you to meet me in a hardware store parking lot. Because we've got the first two contestants for our fight show, you bitch. Come and get it. Up next on Hardware Hardcore Fights, we have a man whose body has completely and utterly fallen apart. He's carrying a rage around with him as he picks up dead birds across several different pieces of his property. He's angry about his life, he's angry about his circumstances, and he's ready to pull another adult's hair. And he'll be facing off against another man whose entire career and existence was just insulted by his best friend. A man whose daughter won't eat the food he cooks for him, and a man who has sexually creeped out an entire household of 20-year-old girls. Let's get fucking into it. Come on, fellas. Beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> we def we'd definitely be the two that ended up hugging and just like, can, can you go next door and talk to those girls for me? Just let them know I'm not weird. I'm like pretty cool. <laughs> Somebody, can you just say to Jenna that I'm trying and it's hard and I'm trying? You tell her, I'll tell the girls. <laughs> Not, we don't even get to headlock. Yeah. We just go right in and trip into each other and hug it out. Yeah, it's like one of those videos where you see two little kids race down a sidewalk towards each other. And halfway down the sidewalk, we've got both of our arms. Like we're like about to fist joust. And we got arms and you get about halfway down and it just becomes open armed hugs. <laughs> Ever told you my high school fight story? No. There was a place called, uh, well, it's Roosevelt Park, but they called it Puffers Park because that's where people would go to smoke because they would have to leave the high school, go through the park to get to the buses. That's where the cool, the middle school. That's where the cool kids ripped the heaters. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's where people would fight after school. Awesome. So... This, uh, this lady started a rumor, this girl in high school started a rumor and uh, that I said some stuff about this other guy, that he said some stuff about me, and she started this whole fight talk before either of us had agreed to anything. And there was a lot, there were a lot of people that came up to the park with us and we were walk. people were like rubbing our shoulders <laughs> as we, they just wanted to be part of it. They weren't even really our friends. They were just wanted to be part of fight night. And so uh, a big circle gathered round and we, you know, took our jackets off and it was go time. And we walked to the middle and uh, started saying some stuff to each other and then started laughing and hugged because I had known him. His mom was the first person to ever babysit me. And I'd known him since I was the littlest kid in the world. So we... <laughs> We just hugged and everyone was like, what is happening? And we were like, we weren't going to fight. We didn't even know this, what was going on. <laughs> everyone was so pissed off. I'm surprised we didn't get beaten up by the circle. <laughs> Everybody just revolts. Absolutely. Yeah. Just like, well, hold up. We were going to get them. And just the circle slowly it, closes yeah, on us. Yeah. It slowly uh, uh, strangles you guys out. <laughs> we did it. I think we, that was good. I think well-rounded show i think you it was were fun we talked a lot about fighting i think it was a very heavy fight show let's um let's say we end with some positivity and uh talk about our friends well, let, let, i would like to do that but i would like to listen i know if you're listening uh you're like oh wow Ch does chad had covid why doesn't he have any stories that have any quality to them mm -hmm. and i'll tell you 
because I've been Mr. Positive lately. God damn it, I can't. Uh, Stop it. You've always I'm been Mr. Well. Positive. No, you've, you are all, you've, you're a positive guy. You've always been a positive guy. And I'm going to tell you something. You have, in the last month and a half, you've, I don't want to accuse you of stuff because I did just question your entire existence and identity. Uh, and I love you a lot. But <laughs> you have built this narrative over about the last six episodes where you're like, I was trying to, I was getting too, I was trying to be angry for the podcast and I'm a positive guy and now I'm being positive and, and, it's true. and so I, I'm, <laughs> I'm calling bullshit because you've been, you've been positive this entire time. You are one of the more positive people in my life. You're just a fucking know-it-all and a smart ass and you've got a hardware sized chip on your shoulder. So you like to. You like to get into it, and you do it in a very funny way. So he here's what I'm telling you, and I'm bullying you right now, and you go, Hey, everybody, I'm no. Cy Amundsen, and, and I say that I love Chad, but everything else I say means I don't. I hope he, I hope he doesn't listen to my actions, but he listens to my words, so I can keep doing this show. Isn't it fun? I say I love him, and then everything else out of my mouth says otherwise. No, this is <laughs> this, this has been... <laughs> A bickering point for us, and I, here's how we're going to settle it. Okay. I am going to – we might do questions next episode, but okay. next time we have a regular episode, I am going to show you that this whole happy chat in public thing is nonsense. And I think the negative angry chat in public is nonsense as well, but – I, I have, I have, I'm going to bring something to the show and we're going to walk this thing through. Okay. Okay. Well, I, listen, I look, I look forward to let it. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. I look, for, let, let me you go. Let me go. Let, no, you, you let, let me, me go. go. No, let me go. Let me go. Let me fucking you go. Let me you go. let me go. Kiss, kiss me on my neck. <laughs> just one, <laughs> one little kiss on my neck. Me. Let me go. Just, just one little me. kiss on my Put neck. Put your hand, start at my throat and run it all let the way down as in soon as you kiss my abdominals. As soon as you lick my earlobe, let me go. of my pants. All I want you to do, just kiss the tip of my nose and go Just kiss the tip of my nose and go And then boom, it dives. All I want you to do is let me go as soon as you kiss my nose and go boop. Right now. <laughs> Someone is stuck in traffic and furious, extra furious because they're listening and stuck in traffic. Let's let's, let's hear about your friend. Um, I've been me I've been meaning to do this for a while. Someone we both love a great deal, Wendy Mayberry. Yes, uh, Wendy Mayberry uh, put out an album that is fantastic. And Wendy Mayberry is one of these people who she is. You want to talk about positive? She is one of the most positive forces I have ever met in my entire yeah. life. And she's she's absolutely a fantastic comedian, uh, an equally fantastic human being. And lights up a room, lights up a stage, lights up a room, lights up a stage. She also uh, those uh, she's the person who took that very funny picture of my brother Greg on the wedding day. And yeah. the picture that people have seen of you and I on social media and all the pictures, because she is infuriatingly talented at multiple things. 
She's yeah, a, it's, it's like uh, it's like, you know, pick one and then let other people have a chance. Yeah. It's when you're like, oh, you played in the NFL and, you know, guitar. Get the fuck away from me. We don't no one <laughs> needs your bullshit right now. Uh, she put out an album called She's Not From Around Here and uh, stream it. It's on everything. I just I love her a bunch. And I'm this is I started before her and I'm not a I'm not a big clicky comedian-y hangout guy but yep. she really quickly became a close friend and somebody i'm i'm really proud of as corny as it seems because you know when you start comedy what one to five percent of those people make it long enough to put out an album maybe yeah. and and she right. put one out and it's fucking fantastic it's called she's from she's not from around here yeah there's there's nothing like uh being told that someone's proud of you that's around your same age it sounds uh demoralizing but it doesn't matter um just kidding <laughs> it was great it was great I, I would also like to plug something yes and this isn't uh f about a best friend this is about something i really started to enjoy okay so we had uh kelsey cook on the show as a guest Loved and her. she has a podcast with two other people all right so it's delaney fisher and taylor tomlinson mm -hmm. and these are by themselves right they are independently successful and very hilarious comedians mm -hmm. and they uh, got together and they do this podcast called self helpless and they have big time guests on it so they have like whitney cummings michael buble freddie prince jr they have like all these cy amundsen yeah and and Yours truly, Cy Amundsen, was on there. Hey, everybody, I'm just here to talk about some stuff on Self-Helpless. Hey, I guys. guys like Can I do my, a voice of myself? Oh, yes, do it. Hey, guys, things are falling apart around me because I do things in patterns with numbers. So if we could get some good yucks from that on this podcast, that'd be a good time. I didn't even know that's what it sounded like. I, it, I gave you a retainer and headgear with that impression. I love it. But anyways, this it's, it's a fantastic show, and they actually get to, uh, it's very funny, but they also get to some, some real stuff. So yeah. the one episode they had on a model, and uh, you know these Instagram pictures of this model are absolutely terrific, but then the model comes on the podcast and explains what was actually happening during those pictures, and it's, it, it kind of explains that social media is such a farce uh, because you can kind of paint your social media page as anything you want, but everybody knows no one is having that great of a life. So it was really interesting. And uh, I think I, I, I've been listening and I've become a fan very quickly. It's called Self Helpless. And I really think uh, if you're looking for something to listen to that isn't uh, strictly comedy, I mean, again, very funny, but they actually get to some heavy stuff. I think you should give this a listen. Yeah, I, I've I've been listening for a while, and it's it's fun because it's topical. You know, it's they they take on I would say basically things that humans struggle with, and mm -hmm. the guest always or often brings the struggle. They're an expert in the the specific struggle, and yeah. uh, and then they just talk about it. I I really like it too. So, um, we did it. I gotta go. Okay, should we tell each other we love each other?
Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. 